Initially, I was just going to have them make it for me and just put it on my website, but she liked everything so much. They decided it's actually on their website now. It just went up live last week on their website. So it says Bohemian Bungalow wall coverings. So I was kind of surprised. I mean, the licensing deal kind of happened after I said, hey, will you make this wallpaper for me? Today on the podcast, we're talking all about how to land a product licensing deal with Wendy Fennell. You're going to want to listen to this one. Have you hit a wall when it comes to growing your interior design business? Then welcome to Wingnut Social, the podcast specifically designed to accelerate your business through increased social media presence, impactful online content, and translating industry experience into physical success. This is your design business tightly fastened. Now welcome the hosts of Wingnut Social, Darla Powell and Natalie Graff. Hey there, and welcome to the Wingnut Social Podcast. I am your host, Darla Jethro Powell, and I'm joined by the newly quaffed Solus Ginger. That's a big word, Darla. I kind of forgot my name for a minute. Oh, I forgot. I forgot that you stem from the hills. That's right. <laughs> that, what, what do you mean? Quaffed, your new, your new do, your new long hair. Oh, Natalie, yes. What's your name? What is your name? Oh, yes. My name is Natalie Giraffe, or Graff, however you want to put it, or whatever Darla calls me for the day. That's for the day. My name. Today, it's yes, Natalie yeah. Graff, the Solus oh, Ginger. Wow. I'm like, right on. That's like the number one. Natalie, everybody loves your long hair. Why do you hate it? Why? Because it tends to get in the way. I was I was reminded of that yesterday um, at my day job, because remember, I am a firefighter for those of you who are just listening and tuning in. And when I went to put my mask on, I was like, oh my gosh, this is why I hate my hair, because I was able to get it all back because it was a real quick split second. I had to dress out and all that good stuff. And then when I undressed and put my hat back on, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is hot. My head is hot. So, <laughs> But you look pretty, and that's really all that matters. If you say so. You don't have a vein bone in your body. How did we end up together? I am, I'm really <laughs> concerned because I don't really care. If I was bald, I'd still be beautiful. That's what happens when you're born it in a barn. doesn't matter. That's right. Yeah, born in a barn. Yeah. Darla, we have an event coming up here. Next week. Yeah. In one week. Actually, are you nervous? Is it Wednesday? It's next it's Wednesday, Wednesday, right? Oh, my. Yeah, I'm really nervous. Why? Our, our Risa talk for stagers. Why oh. are you nervous? You know, I'm a I'm a damn introvert. Really? Getting up and speaking in front of people. Yes. Why does everybody say that? Really? I am an introvert. Because you do a damn good job of making everybody think that you're not. Acting. Genius. Okay. Master thespian. Okay. Well, I said I'm thespian. Saying, that's another big word. <laughs> Boy, you're going to kill me today. You don't remember that? These, no. John Lovitz from Saturday Night Live. He was a master thespian. Acting. Genius. Who? Oh, God. This is another reason. Why are we together? I don't know. This is what happens when you live with the Amish. That's right. Just, But you know the butter's good, so. The cooking's good. Natalie. Yes. Today, we're talking about licensing deals. Wendy Fennell. Ah, we went on a walk this morning. You told me all about who she was, so I knew exactly what to talk it's about. It's so funny how I have to update you on everybody. You it's like like Mission Impossible. That's and then, right. It's like I give you a device with guest information, and then after you look at it, it explodes or something. So Wendy Fennell and I kind of hooked up through Wingnut Social Channels there, and she has a very interesting story. She's someone else that also has changed careers in midlife, and she'll tell us a little bit about that. But more importantly... We are going to get into how she got a licensing deal with Mitchell Black. She's actually designing textiles and I think wallpaper, too. We're going to find out today. And as far as I know, I don't think she's ever done this before. I don't think she has anything with anyone else. So I think she's going to have some very handy tips to share with the wingnuts today. I'm, I'm really curious to hear it. 
Yeah, I want to know a little bit more about her, although you did give me the DL, you know, so I, I wasn't completely in the dark. She's larger than life. Okay. I'll just tell you that right awesome. now. Awesome. <laughs> and speaking of a little bit more about her, Wendy Fennell is the owner of Bohemian Bungalow Design, a residential design studio located in Charlotte's historic South End District. Wendy creates inspired and eclectic spaces by combining color, pattern, and texture. She has a keen eye for layering new furnishings along with vintage and owned items to create beautifully curated and collected spaces spaces that are unique to each client. Let's dig in, shall we? Help me in welcoming Wendy Fennell to the podcast. Hey there, Wendy Fennell. Welcome to the Wingnut Social Podcast. How the hell are you? I am doing fantastic. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> Yo, we're very happy to have you. I know you're doing fantastic. and We're going to find out how you're doing so fantastic and the steps you took to do so fantastic. But first of all, <laughs> those fantastic steps of how you are fantastic. Okay, Darla. There's a lot of fantastic. That's my second favorite F word. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Fantastic. I um, <laughs> wonder what the first one is. <laughs> free, free. Oh, okay. Free. Mine is food. Oh, oh yeah. You didn't think of that one. Another, it's another four-letter word, but, you know, that's a whole other podcast. I'm dieting, so I'm always thinking of that one. Okay, so first of all, we want to say congratulations so much on your licensing deal with Mitchell Black. That's absolutely incredible. Thank you. But before we get in, you're very welcome, very well-deserved. Before we get into the nitty-gritty, I did promise the listeners that we were going to just tell a little bit about your story. And because you and I have something in common, we both did like a little midlife career switch into interior design. And I know a lot of our audience are our demographic, you know, late 40s, early 40s, 50s, I'm 51. You're, I think you said you're in your mid 50s. Can I say I'm that? 50, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we'll call it mid 50s and leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> Perfectly fine with that. So I know that a lot of women listening have come to me personally on the podcast and said, How, you know, I'm too old. I'm too old to go to school, too old to start a new career. And personally, that's just bullshit. It is. It really is. <laughs> it really is bullshit because we're relevant. It doesn't matter that we're 50. So hopefully this inspires some of our listeners out there in our age group to go for it. I mean, shit, you could live another 50 years, right? Right. <laughs> totally. Are you going to let her tell it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let okay. her tell it. Yeah. So tell us a little bit, just really briefly, a little bit about that. What motivated you and go. I was actually in the apparel business for a number of years. I worked for a couple different companies, but probably the most recognizable would be Calvin Klein CK. I worked for their leather division, small leather goods. It was men's belts and wallets and briefcases, that kind of thing. I think I was in that business eight or nine years. I was a sales rep, basically. I had almost the Southeast. It was crazy. So I did that for eight to nine years. And then after that, I went on to work for a private label sock manufacturer out of Italy that did, you've probably seen them in Barney's or Saks, like custom cashmere men's socks. It would have like the Bloomingdale's label on it or Johnson and Murphy, but we would do private label socks basically for, um, you know, special events for Christmas, but it was very upscale, nice stuff. It was in Barney's and Nordstrom and all that. So did you decide to switch careers because that job really socked? <laughs> Well, you know, here's the deal. I was in Vegas at a show and just walking around because, you know, there's nothing else to do with these shows. God forbid you work your booth. So you walk around and talk to everybody because you're bored. Anyway, I got to talking to this guy and he goes, oh, we really need a rep in, you know, the Southeast and someone that knows the accounts. It was more money and less travel. Why not? So I did that 
for about six years, four to six years, something like that. And then um, we decided to adopt a child from Russia. And after we got him, I got home and I'm like, what am I thinking? I can't be driving up and down 85 into the airport. I mean, we just paid a lot of money for this kid. Maybe I need to stay home. So what time did you say, okay, this is, I, I still need to work, but I have, I have an expensive Russian kid at home. He's <laughs> adorable, by the way. Into, I'm sure. I'm, it was about six months into it. Okay. And you decided to become an interior designer or what, what was your first step? Well, my sister, I said, you know, I need to talk to someone that's not 18 months old <laughs> and have a conversation with an adult. I mean, I love being a mom. I love being a mom then and I do now, but I think we all need something that is for us, whether it's a job or something that you're doing just for yourself to kind of keep your brain working, you know? And I was talking with my sister and I said, I really want to start working again, but I can't travel like I was doing. And I love the fashion business. What can I do? And she goes, well, why don't you, why don't you do design work? I mean, you're already doing it for everybody I know and not charging them. You'll just start charging them. And I'm like, well, I don't have a degree. I don't, you know, no one's going to take me seriously. And she's like, well, that's crazy. So I started kind of putting my name out there. You know, what do they say? Hang a shingle up. Yeah. Now, had you had any experience doing any design work or decorating in the past? Just my house, my house, my family. Um, Early on, even when I was single, I'm like, well, I can't afford to hire someone. I've got good taste. I'll just figure this out on my own. So it was a combination of, you know, this is pre-Pinterest or Hal's and all of that stuff. I would just get the design magazines and start clipping pictures. Oh, I like this. I like this. I like this. And it was really just sort of, I hate to say that word journey, but I just sort of would go in a store. Okay, I like this. I like this. I'd get the fabric and just sort of started designing. It wasn't like someone pressed the on button and said, okay, go do it. It was sort of like kind of unfolded organically, as we say. And then um, I started, you know, taking pictures of my own house just with my phone. People would come in. Oh, my gosh, I love this space. Who did it? I'm like, well, I did it, you know. How far into that did you decide that, you know what, okay, I can do this, and then and then voila, look where you are now? I mean, about how, how many months, year? I mean, just an idea. Because I had my son still at home, it was very part-time. And I would say the first three or four years, I wasn't really serious about it. It was like, this is just fun spending money, you know, to kind of keep me in the mall. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, And how old were you at that time? Uh <laughs> You're going to make me give you a number, well, you are. aren't you? You know, I was late 40s, Darla. I was late 40s. I'm going to assume your son. What Can we have your son's name? His name is Vladimir, and we call him Vlad. Vladimir. Very Russian well, name. Vlad, okay. So I'm assuming that by the time he went to kindergarten, you decided, hey, I'm bored. I really got to do something more than just be in the mall and spend money. Am I right? Right. So when he got in preschool is when I'm like, okay, he's in school for a few hours. I can like start to figure this design thing out. So I just started doing a lot of research. You know, what do I charge? Again, this is pre-Pinterest and all that. And pre-Wingnut Social and pre-Nancy, I can never say her last name. Ganzikoffer. Nancy Ganzikoffer. Nancy G. Right. It was before, you know, there was all this, just tons of information available on the internet and all these coaches. And so I started going to High Point after about three years 
I was dabbling, I thought, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to go to High Point. I'm going to sign up, register. And I couldn't believe they gave me a, a, like a name tag. I'm like, don't they know I don't have any experience? Don't they know I don't have a degree? Do they understand? I had the same reaction. I couldn't believe it either that I got in. It was, it was crazy. So I'm like, I still have my original badge. I'm like, okay, I'm legit now. I've got a company name, I have business cards. I'm going to High Point. So then I get to High Point my first time and I'm like, deer in headlights. Yeah, everybody is. And guys, if you're listening, by the way, if it's your first visit to High Point, go back to our mini-sodes and check out our High Point marketing episode. We'll give you some tips there. So Wendy, let's just fast forward a little bit. Okay, so you're in your High Point, you're networking, you've met your stride in the design business, we're going to say it's like at least four or five years later, at what point did you say, okay, interior design is moving along swimmingly. Now I think I want to get me some kind of licensing deal. So another revenue stream or creative outlet. Tell us a little bit about that, the thinking of it quickly. And we'll go into the steps that you took to reach out to Mitchell Black, or maybe there were some other people. Let's hear it. I started getting into wallpaper pretty big time last year. I think wallpaper had kind of a bad rap. Oh, it's ugly, you know, old lady twelve wallpaper. So I started seeing all these great patterns and I'm like, oh, this is so cool. It's like art on the wall. And I have a few vendors that I that I work with still that I love, other vendors, but I wasn't finding a lot of I like organic shapes and you know, like the pagoda. I love a pagoda. I could not find a pagoda wallpaper. Of course I'll probably get an email after this podcast, but that there's pagodas available. But I just started thinking about my name, Bohemian Bungalow. To me, it means it's organic. It's a little bit gypsy, but it's also like nature-inspired shapes. I like to be outside. I like plants. I like anything that's like a plant shape. I was very much into that. And a pagoda, although not a plant, it's something that's been around for a long time that I love the shape of it. And so I just started kind of, okay, well, let me find some companies that I like the look of their stuff. So I'm at in the big building, IHFC, and I'm walking by and I see the Mitchell Black show. I'm like, it's so colorful. I'm sure you've been on the website. You know, it's all the patterns are so fun and bright and cheerful. So I'll go in there and I'm like, oh my gosh, if I could have a wallpaper company, it would look just like this. Talk us just really quickly there about what steps you took from seeing their wallpaper and needing some pagodas in your life to having your own line of wallpaper with Mitchell Black. Well, I called her the week after market like 17 times. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah, just to say, remember me? I was the crazy woman that came by that like cornered you about wallpaper. And, and I asked her, I said, do you ever work directly with designers to do private label? And she's like, well, we've done some, you know, what are you thinking? And I said, well, I have this idea about the very small collection. So that's how it started. And I sent her my ideas. We went back and forth. It took about four months to get all the details mailed out, you know, and she liked what I was doing. She says, you know, I think uh, initially I was just going to have them make it for me and just put it on my website, but she liked everything so much. They decided it's actually on their website. Now it just went up live last week on their website. So it says Bohemian Bungalow wall coverings. So I was kind of surprised. I mean, the licensing deal kind of happened after I said, Hey, will you make this wallpaper for me? Was it more her idea or was it you could just kind of came to that decision together? Or It was both of our ideas, but I just thought, oh, you know, they're just going to make this for me. I'm going to pay the fee and just put it on my website. And that was going to be the end of it. That's what I thought. And then she's like, well, 
this is a nice addition to what we already have with our other collections. You did, do you want to be on the website? And I was like, yeah, I do. So that was literally just last week. So it's starting to get a little attention, but it's not quite out there yet. So you spent all that money on your shiny new website, but how do you know it's getting the job done and attracting real life clients? Are your photos optimized? Are your backlinks bending over backward to work for you? Have you lost the keys to your keywords? If all of this is making your head spin, don't worry. Wingnut Social's SEO website audit will answer all these questions and more. In fact, here is what you get when you purchase. Two hours of consulting with an expert. A crawlability check for broken links. Site performance. Metadata checks. Metadata is what helps Google know where to rank your page. On-page SEO. Length, messaging, duplicate content, mobile audit headers. There's just so much to learn. Yeah, keywords and content suggestions. You'll get a list of keywords for you to target and content suggestions for targeting them. And of course, those backlink audits to make sure they're going to help you or hurt you. Are they helping or hurting you? You'll find out by going to wingnutsocial.com slash services and just check out the SEO website audit. It is a one-time fee and it's a tremendous value. Now back to the show. So how did you exactly translate what was going on in that brain of yours to get that out to the team at Mitchell Black? I basically literally took pictures of plants. I mean, it's talk about organic because I'm not, I can't draw at all, like zero drawing ability. But I like, okay, I know I like this fern. I was taking pictures of fruit. The pagoda was more of a multiple internet search and books I have here, like Chinoiserie. Like it was a combination of like 25 pagodas that we threw in a pot and mixed up and came up with the final design. The plants, like the lotus flower, I love lotus flowers and I'm a big yoga person as well. It was a picture of a lotus flower. And then we had, they have an in-house graphics team. The guys are really talented. So they drew, you know, several versions and then I would sign off on the one that I liked. So it was a lot of, a lot of drop boxing. Now you said that this has actually just come live within a week. Yes. Okay. So of this recording, of this yeah. recording yes. So let's, let's ask this question. So have you thought about now that you have a licensing deal, now that you're on Mitchell Black's website, have you thought about marketing yourself any differently than you normally do? Yeah, it's a whole, it's another level now. Absolutely. I've heard of a good social media company though. Well, well. besides us, how how did you come up with, hey, I got to do things a little differently now. I have a licensing deal. You know, things are moving and moving and grooving. What's your first thought of, of how to market differently? Well, it's not just me. It's going to be on like a big website like Mitchell Black. So if I'm going to be on a big website like that, I'm going to have to raise my game as far as how I'm going to advertise that. And I need help with that. You know, it's Instagram. We're doing a launch breakfast uh, actually this week at where my studio is. We've invited a bunch of designers to say, hey, the new wallpaper line to the trade available here in Charlotte. And that's kind of where I am. I'm, I'm still working all that out, but I definitely have to take it to the next level. Yeah, for sure. And I know that you and I are meeting at Curry and Company during High Point to talk a little bit more about your marketing because that happens to be what we do. And we can certainly help you with that. But the networking aspect is also super, super important. But I want to get back just a little bit to when you were first calling Lene at Mitchell Black, and you said you were the crazy lady calling her 17 times. Now, was that because she just wasn't 
answering or were you in talk 17 times or did it take that much for you to convince her? Hey, I well, was- it wasn't really 17. I was, you know, okay. I was just saying, <laughs> but I had to, you know, she's a busy lady. She's running this company and um, it's several employees. So I think there might've been another show after High Point, you know, you know how it is after market. You're like, yeah, I sure do. So what, what, what I'm getting at is your tenacity, you know, and your drive and just a stick to to keeping in there and because it was something that you wanted. You liked her wallpaper and you wanted, you saw, even if maybe you didn't have it quite dialed in your head that it was going to be a licensing deal, you saw some potential there enough to pursue it and to stick with it. So that, which leads me into my, my next question, since you're now a, a wizened pro <laughs> at getting licensing deals. What would your advice be to anyone who's trying to get into product licensing? I mean, you're relatively, I'm seriously, even in your 50s, even though you won't tell us how old you're, you're a baby designer, right? You don't have a whole hell of a lot of years behind you. So that's quite the coup. I mean, I have, you know, eight or nine. Yeah, that's still pretty good. Yeah, I would say in the last four years, I've gotten really serious about it, like rented an office, you know taking a shower in the morning and going to the office. I had to get out of my house. That was one big thing I had to do. I had to get all that stuff out of here because I was too distracted. You're saying that as Natalie and I are looking around our podcast studio at fabric samples. But you know what? (laughs) That's what works for me. I'm not saying it, you know, I worked out of the house for years, but I think I needed to have a place to go to, to do that. And I still work from home sometimes, but I needed like a separate location. That was one major thing I had to do. I've actually heard that a lot from designers who said that that did work from home, that once they actually got a satellite office outside, that it made their their work day more purposeful and their employees and they were more focused. So, but getting back to my original question, what would your, what would your number one piece of advice be to anyone who was trying to get into product licensing? What would you recommend? I think you have to sort of zero in on what you want to do. I mean, there's so many ways, as you know, to branch off from interior design. You can do social media, you can do product. You can't do everything. But for me, I knew it was going to be wallpaper was what I wanted, you know, the jump off point for me because I love it. And I was not seeing what I wanted to put in my own house. So that to me was like, okay, I'm going to take this idea and work on it and then find the vendor. Also not a big vendor. Mitchell Black is big, but they're not as big as some of the other guys out there. And I was able to strike up this relationship with the owner and, you know, we have a trust level with each other and that's key. And somebody that you can talk to that will actually call you back. You know, I was committed to like, I'm getting this done. (laughs) I I finally, you know, told her, I was like, we're going to do this. So you just need to know that now and I'm not going to stop. There you go. See, that's what I was digging for, Wendy Fennell. That we are going to do this and I'm not going to stop. Exactly. So that's what I was trying to, to get Okay, there. I'm so glad I was able to answer it 20 minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> 45 minutes later. We're going into next week. I'm already, yeah. No, okay. So would you say that obviously networking is a huge deal of it. So you saw a need, even though it was kind of a personal need, you wanted wallpaper with pagodas on it that's kind of unique to you. And you decided, you know, I'm going to find a vendor. I'm going to walk around High Point. Do you think that that would be actually good advice? If I see somebody, if I want to make metal wing nuts 
<laughs> you already have someone I know. for that. I'm go gonna, ahead. Oh, that's a great idea, but you're already doing it. I know, right? I'm going to see Kelly Bishop at Steel and Plank, and I'm going to go strike up a conversation with her and say, here, I have this awesome idea. Here's my brand. Here's what we are. I want to license this with you. Would that be the first way to go? Boots on the ground kind of thing? Would that be your number one recommendation? Well, here's the thing, and I'll give High Point the High Point website a plug. It's There's a lot of information on that market website. You, all the exhibitors are on there. There's a search engine. I think you have to do your homework. I mean, you know, there's a gazillion exhibitors. and You've got to decide, okay, who possibly makes this kind of thing that I want to do? And I had heard of Mitchell Black before I went to High Point. But when I was researching Wallpaper Company, they didn't initially come up. It was some other other brands, which... I won't go there. <laughs> but it was like I literally was walking by their showroom like, oh, there's Mitchell Black. But their showroom is so bright and colorful. I don't know if you've ever been in there. It's just it's so fun to go in. It's just like it's a fun showroom. You know, I haven't, but I'm do pretty they have sure. Whiskey? Oh, do they have whiskey? I, I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not you know. <laughs> I haven't been. Honey, this is the South and it's the furniture market. Which showroom have you gone in that there's not booze? Because seriously. Just asking, just asking. So what's the most surprising thing about your licensing journey? What What's kind of like knocked your socks off and you went, what? In a good way or a not so good way? Well, let's give me both. Yeah, give me How both. How about both? Tell us the tea. Things take a lot longer than I thought. And there's a lot more into it, like the type of file that you have to have that, you know, it's everything's digital, but digital can be printed on fabric. It can be printed on wallpaper. It can be printed on rugs, but the different types of files that have to be downloaded and put together before that happens. I didn't realize what went into that. So that was a learning experience. Um, And also just the colors, like I can't tell you how many different blue blacks we had to go through to get the right one. I mean, it's a lot. If you think it's going to be six months, it's going to be a year. Or if you think it's going to be two months, it's going to be four months. You know, it's, it's not a quick process. You can't rush it. And I'm one of these people like, I want to get stuff done. Okay, here it is. Let me go do that. And that I had to kind of chill out a little bit. Did you have to learn patience? (laughs) Yes, I did. And also, I had to kind of let go. And like, you know what? These people know what they're doing. And I need to give them the time to do their job and not be in their face. Like, when am I getting this file? When am I getting, you know, I was impatient with it. But it looks great. And it was worth the wait. But having to be patient and wait for things to get done. And understand that it's a process. Right. So definitely you learned a little bit. There was a little bit of a learning curve there for you, a life lesson. And you've shared some excellent tips with getting a licensing deal, especially at the high point tail end and the tenacity part there. That I'm actually well, we have steel. Don't get any ideas, Darla. I'm just gonna text Kelly. So just just we stop. have we have steel <laughs> steel and plank actually said that she would do a licensing deal with us. So we have to go twist her arm. But that's actually a really inspiring story. Not only the career change, you know, the midlife career change at 40 something. (laughs) Still not giving you a number. (laughs) That's fine. I'm just giving you a hard time because I think it's hilarious. But now, now I have to ask you, Wendy Fennell, if you're ready for the What Up Wingnut round. Yes. Now it's time for What Up Wingnut. Wingnut. If you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be and why? I think I would be a weeping willow and not in a sad way, not like crying weeping willow. I love the way they look. They have that kind of dangly, fringy foliage, I guess. And they get to stand by the water, which I love the water. And they're just beautiful. They are really beautiful. What would the hashtag on your tombstone be? Just 15 more minutes. (laughs) 
<laughs> if you could have one superhero power, what would it be and why? I would like to have the power of healing. I've had a lot of sick family members and friends, and I would like to have the ability to just take sickness and illness away. And last but not least, please recommend a book that has had a profound effect on you, either personally or professionally. You Are a Badass. Jen's, I can't ever say it, Sincero. Sincero. I have it, the hard copy and I have it on tape. She's funny as hell, but she's also got a great story. And, you know, she has several new books that have come out after that. You Are a Badass at Making Money. And just as she kind of started with nothing and was like a big, a hot mess and turned her life around. And who doesn't like... We're, we're basically all hot yeah. messes. Yes, we are. <laughs> and I, I would like to point out that you said you had it on tape. No, is that tape? <laughs> tape, tape, like a cassette tape. What are those? <laughs> I, Darla Powell, you're trying to get me to tell you how old I am and I'm not going to do it. You know, like on Audible. Have you heard of Audible? It's on Audible. Oh, I'm addicted. Yes, I'm addicted. I just think it's funny. I'm sorry. I'm just busting your chops. Hey, Wendy, please tell the wingnuts listening where they can see your awesome new wallpaper line from Mitchell Black. So, Bohemian Bungalow Wall Coverings is available on the MitchellBlack.com site and also on my site, BohemianBungalowDesign.com. Awesome sauce. Thank you. And they can follow you on Instagram, too. That's also a Bohemian Bungalow Design. Yes, I'm on Instagram. Cool. Yeah, let's start building up that Instagram. (laughs) I know. We're going to talk about it. On Sunday in High Point. Yeah, we are. All right, Wendy Fennell, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. You have an amazing week and congrats again on your line. Thank you. Natalie and Graf. Yes. That reminded me that we need to do the Steel Wingnuts with Kelly Bishop at Steel and Plank. Oh, Ellen, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I hope you're not too drunk at this point. Our drinking game. That's right. You know what? It just shows the tenacity behind it. It's really awesome. And so if you were as tenacious as her, you would have already had Kelly on the hook. Well, to our point, which is why I mentioned the High Point episode, we were discussing about how important it is to go and network and speak to these people and the connections that you can make. And basically, it really boils down to something that simple. And she has the personality of a bulldog. (laughs) When she sees something she wants, she goes after it. And I'm here to tell you that is absolutely correct. And what I didn't realize is that you could actually use the High Point Market uh, website as a search engine. I just didn't even consider that. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of resources. Yeah, didn't even consider that. that I was like, oh, yeah, that is a good idea. So, you know, anybody listening that's thinking, hey, wait, I might want to do this up. Why don't you use the website as a search engine? Speaking of High Point Market, guys, make sure to check out the show notes, wingnutsocial.com slash podcast, so you can see where I'm speaking. I'm speaking at, I think, three different things now. Yes. Three different events. Chandra Rugs at 2 p.m. with Nicole Heimer on Saturday the 19th. 4 p.m. at? Creative Rugs with Sandra Funk and Shayla Copas. And I think Andrew Joseph is going to be there. And then at 10 a.m. on Sunday at Universal with Corey Damon Jenkins and unnamed, uh, so as far as I know, so far. I will probably know by the time this airs who it is, but <laughs> we're a couple weeks out. Oh, and next week, I don't think I told you guys, the Risa Edge, Risa Broward Edge talk for stagers. You can find out all the details about that talk. That's going to be on October the 16th by going to Risa, that's R-E-S-A, Edge, Broward, B-R-O-W-A-R-D, dot four, the number four, stagers.com. And you can see how to register for that event and come out and see me and Natalie. And Natalie will have her whiskey flask and we'll be good to go. Yeah, as long as I have my whiskey, I'm always good. <laughs> All right, Natalie, I think that's it for today. You got anything else? Nope, so long. See ya. 
You've reached the end of this episode of Wingnut Social, but that's only your first step. Be sure to head to wingnutsocial.com to reach out to us directly and schedule your free consultation with one of our Wingnut Social Media Specialists to take your business from social mediocre to social media master. We'll see you on the next episode of Wingnut Social, your social media tightly fastened. Spider mask, spider mask. Oh, crap. Which is why I meant it. Good boy, Mango.